0: And we're here for you, people. We want to talk about why this, this is the things we will discuss, why this will get you through, though. (laughs) It's March. January took like 57 million years. February apparently took like two weeks. Uh And March, we're just in the smack dab of the middle of March. And we are here to talk about what will get you through. I will Mm -hmm. tell you something that is very um, Anne of Green Gables-ish that is getting me through, (laughs) Ashley. (laughs) Ashley. And it's the sudden blooms on all the trees. Mm. Even though it's raining, it is so Mm. beautiful to see tiny little buds on all the cherry blossoms. It's giving me life. It's giving me life. That's
1: beautiful. I love that. There is something about spring that's so powerful and new. You know what? It's my favorite season. What's your favorite season? Yeah. I like spring and fall equally. And the other two, I would, you know, prefer to skip.
0: (laughs) Summer? Sister, you're in L.A. now. You're in the endless summer. What are you talking
1: about? It's, that like is it's, true. I have no more seasons anymore. It's it's really great. When you were talking about blooms, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's just flowers everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and palm trees. I love mm-hmm. it. I actually, <laughs>
0: listeners, I have a palm tree in my backyard. I did not plant it there, yes. but it is there. And I don't know how to care for it. I'm pretty sure it's half dead and or rotting, but it makes me feel just <laughs> a little, just a, little better knowing i have a tropical
1: tree it's true there's something about that west coast chill that is really nice when you're stressed
0: <laughs> it is there is something about i mean we're very caffeinated we have yes. a lot of cbd oil i mean i don't know i feel like that, <laughs> that could be so true
1: a part i of forgot it. about that i'm like back in the land of cbd stores on every single corner <laughs> Welcome to the, west the entire coast. city yeah <laughs>
0: You're like, what dispensary do I need today? No, in all seriousness, um, uh, this really, really goes well with what we're talking about today. But I ran into a friend at Chick-fil-A. She's got four kids and she was at Chick-fil-A. And I said, hey, girl, what's up? And she's like, well, just found out my kid doesn't have afternoon preschool today. So here I am. (laughs) And she's like, "I'm, I'm sure they sent a no home. I'm sure they tried to warn me. But no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just here. And she was telling me her husband had been out of town for like three weeks.
1: And so oh, she's got these my gosh.
0: I think it's four under eleven. Eleven and under oh. four kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one going through puberty and one down to preschool. Like she's got it all oh, in between. Goodness and gracious. I said, How do you get how do you how do you how you getting through each day? I said, like, is there a really good show on Netflix? You getting your nails done? <laughs> like, maybe it's CBD gummies, whatever it takes to get through. I just want to say, listeners, I do not condone CBD gummies if that's not a fit
1: for you. <laughs> you don't have to be offended. That was not an endorsement from Why, though, just so we're clear. No,
0: it was not.
1: You um, do what you have to do, but that was not us endorsing all products, so please no. do not email management. But if you decide no. to... <laughs> Info at whythopodcast.com will not be a real email address and we would love to hear from you. <laughs> Here
0: now, a message from our legal team. No, I'm joking. Um, totally. In all seriousness, I, I just I just need to know. I want to know. I'm telling you though, I've been going up to my friends and I'm saying, what's working for you right now? Yeah. What is breathing refreshment into you right now? Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know. Bless me with your knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Seriously, tell me because this life is this life is hard. This life is long. And Ashley, you and I often talk about how much the news is stressing us out. Totally. And, let alone our actual lived experience. So people, we're here to tell you. Here's what's getting us through. The blooms on the trees. I'm dead serious. That was life-giving yes, to me the other it's day. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. It really is. It really is, really is. Beautiful. What about you, sis? What's getting you there? So
1: I think one of the things that obviously we just finished our big cross country move and we've been back in Los Angeles for exactly seven days today um, at, at the time of this recording. And so it's, it's been really, really a beautiful time of sunshine and rest and spending time with our family. And I'll tell you something that's getting me through is having a little bit more time for reflection and process than I normally am able to allow myself. And I think the drives, you know, anywhere from five to 10, 10 hours a day of driving was a really wonderful opportunity to be able to talk, to process, to not talk at all, to listen to worship music, to turn on a podcast or a great novel, to just stare at the sunset as we crossed the country. And there was something about that that was an inhale exhale for me. And it felt very um, freeing and releasing. And I just... um, I don't know about some of you who might be listening to this, but I've always dealt with anxiety. It's just been one of the things that I've dealt with my whole life. And, you know, I would love to be completely free from it, but I also think I'm naturally bent toward it. So I have to implement the tools that I have learned in order to be free from anxiety. And so having that extra process time was really, really meaningful to me because it really did feel like a reset. And I even notice as I wake up in the mornings just feeling like, oh, like easy breath, um, Mm. easy, easy brain, easy breath, not this sense of like, get up, run, go. And you know, the things that I feel like I have internalized over the last, you know, five or six years, both in my time in LA and in my time in New York. I think it's important to say that it isn't necessarily the place that did that, but this sort of my internal clock is like always going. So it was really beautiful for me to be able to do that. And so yeah, reflection time and time to process. I don't think we take enough time to do that.
0: One of the things I admire about you, Ashley, is even at a time to splash around in the hydrotherapy pool with girlfriends, which you did for approximately (laughs) seven hours on our spa day recently, and by recently, I mean like four months ago, but um, I was was so impressed that you had packed your journal and your Bible and Mm. just time to be, and you just sat for a few hours, and I, I was just like, oh. If we want to ground ourselves, and I love that you just gave that example of inhale, exhale, Mm -hmm. I think we should go with that throughout this whole episode. Let's take it. It's good. It's good. Yes. Um, We have to make time for that. And we have to make time to do a bit of a brain dump on what our life has been like and what we've experienced Mm. and acknowledging everything, even if it's good, even if it's bad, like being able to acknowledge it. And say, this happened to me. How did this affect me? How does this yes. affect how I'm thinking now? How, what yes. do I carry with me from this experience? Mm-hmm. What do I carry for the positive? What do I carry for the negative? And what a beautiful way to model that. Even just on a drive or worship or journaling, I really, I've always been ministered to you. Excuse me, ministered. You've ministered to me from the way you have really walked that out. And that's something that I think... Um, we all forget the easy stuff, y'all. We forget the easy so things true. that we can do oh to ground gosh. us. We're looking for this big thing and we spend thousands of dollars on like a weekend retreat or something. And it's like, mm. well, how can I create sanctuary wherever mm. I am? You create sanctuary in your car, sis. Like in your car with
1: your kids in the backseat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I feel like you are also very good at that. Like anytime I step into Tiffany's home, you guys, it just, it does, it feels like a sanctuary. So I feel like you are great at the habitual daily rhythms of life that create a sense of exhale, like just, ah, uh, walk in and, oh, uh, exhale anxiety, exhale worry, exhale fear, and inhale peace and inhale um, clarity and inhale like soberness of mind and I feel like you do You do the same you do this great job of creating an environment that stimulates peace and I'm like mm. oh I just really love that but you said something so prop- profound which is that we do always look for like the big vacation that's going to fix it or mm-hmm. the big you know night out or the big weekend or the overnight that's going to fix all the things that we're worried about or the things we're afraid of or the things we actually need to take time to process and you're right it is the daily rhythm of life that enable us to walk without anxiety. And that's the stuff that actually gets us through. Um, my yep. dear friend, Kat, she talks about this. She's like, I have had a good week when at the end of the week, I can tell myself I had three meals a day, I slept mm. really well, and I took care of my skin. She's like, I know it was a good week. And I'm like, man, that's so beautiful because there's an internal clock running in her that allows her to care for herself um, just through simple things like eating three meals and like getting good sleep. And I, just felt, I thought that was a really powerful reflection. And I really learned a lot from her sharing that. And I think I want to continue to build more of that in my life, those daily rhythms, because I agree. The big stuff, I come back from a vacation sometimes more tired than when I left. Yeah. So like it totally. doesn't fix it. You totally. know what I mean? It doesn't. <laughs> and then we jump oft- back into your life with no tools to manage mm-hmm. your life, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Derek and I often, if we do um, go away with kids, we've only gone away twice without kids. But we always use, we always um schedule about two or three days before we have to get back into the rhythm of whatever it is we're getting back into because it does take a minute because you haven't been operating at the same level or rhythm when right. you're vacationing and so to be able to come back and we if we're only filling up the gas tank once every six months that's a problem y'all that's a problem yeah. i really really love what you said um that Cat mentioned your friend kat that is powerful isn't it just to be able to like okay what can i look back on even Self evaluation every Saturday or Sunday. You know, it's on Sundays mm-hmm. that the iPhone yeah. sends you your screen time for the week. It's almost like that same yeah. day when you get that text message, that notification yeah. is the time yeah. to say, "Okay, did I did I nourish my body this week? I love taking care right. of my skin. I, I that was that was uh, rather convicting. Thank you for saying that one. Right? Um, I know. Did I drink water? Did I take a vitamin? Whatever it may be, I think that is so. So powerful. Oh, that really, I'm writing that one down. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, What are the other things I do in the morning and I've only done it for the past, oh gosh, couple weeks and get ready to chuckle at me because for real, I'm, I do this. After I come home from dropping off my child or getting home from the gym, because I often drop him off and head straight to the gym before I come home and start working. Um, I play lovely day, you know, Lovely day. Love yes. what was that by ben something i
1: love um,
0: it i play that and i stretch just in my I love kitchen that. just just like yoga style stretches it's like four minutes and it's usually while my french press is cooking mm. so i've got four minutes to kill and i play that song i've been doing it my littlest oh my one gosh. loves it he now looks forward to it i'm like i need something just beautiful and to start my day start my day and that's what i do
1: oh I really love that rhythm that's amazing plus what a good mm. tone setter when you're like it could be a really crappy day but you know what it's gonna be a lovely day come what right. man it's gonna be great I really love that <laughs> And that connection to your body. I feel like there's something about that. And it's starting the day with integrating mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. And man, there's just something so powerful and life-giving about doing that. When we're disconnected from our mind or we're disconnected from our heart, we're disconnected from our body, I find that that breeds more confusion and anxiety. So I love that you're taking that time to integrate all of those things. That's so powerful and life-giving.
0: Because there's so much we cannot control.
1: I would say there's about
0: 90% of our lives that we can't control and we'd love to think we can. And the amount of Mm -hmm. frustration and resentment that builds because we are trying to control something that we can't.
1: Right. And being
0: able to look at what is honestly in my control, what will sustain me to get through it, I think Mm -hmm. is a better question than trying to control everything in our world.
1: So good. I used to lo- love listening to Joyce Meyer, and I don't listen to very much preaching anymore. It's just not, it's not my pathway anymore. But when I was younger in my faith, I did that all the time. And Joyce Meyer used to say that, you know, Paul, the apostle Paul never prayed for people to be removed from their situation. He, he would pray that they would have the grace to go through their situation. Come on. And so I love, I love that because that's what you're saying, Tiff. It's like, hey, we have to stop praying to get out of all the things that are stressful. Maybe, maybe there are a few things in our lives that we could make different choices and get out of them for sure. But for the most part, we are in the things we're in and we need to build tools and build resources and build management times and in, in our rhythms and in our habits that will enable us to sustain through the things that are happening in our life. And whether it could be a job that you're just like, I really don't like this job, but quitting is not an option. Or maybe you're just bored in your season. You're like, man, nothing exciting has happened to me in a lot of years. And this is very, mm-hmm. very boring. Or perhaps you're in a season spiritually where you're just not hearing God and you feel like he's not close and he's not near, or you have relationship tensions that you just cannot resolve. I feel like when those things are happening, it is those daily rhythms. It's like, stop praying to get out of it and ask God how you can go through it. Like, how can you grow? How can you change? How can you um, experience God in the midst of the things that feel stressful or boring or hard? Mm. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Because we go with us wherever we are. We are still with us. That's a whole word. (laughs) Wow. Wow yes our mind body and soul and I think we try to outrun our issues and outrun our problems and realize that so much of it is an internal dialogue and so if we can have some rhythms that really really do work for us um Mm -hmm. and Ashley and I have been very transparent we're not perfect at this if you've listened to us for any amount of time you know that there is grace for the journey. And um, uh, growing up, I was an avid journaler spent hmm. way more. I mean, I just had more freaking time. You know? Right. Like just the nature of the beast, I had more time. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like, once a week, if I can sit down with my journal and have a real good, real good sesh with the Lord or if I can um, process that. And and I have to say, in a world and in the Christian spaces where we value a long obedience Hmm. at the kitchen table where we're spending (laughs) an hour Hmm. on our Bible studies and you can't do that in this season there's grace for you I just I have I have such a frustration with how we place such a premium on quiet time when it ends up feeling more like shaming others for not doing life like we do versus encouraging them to find a rhythm which is why we felt so prompted to have this episode right Ashley because we're not here to shame you to do things our way we are encouraging you to search your soul search your season and find what works Mm -hmm. for you because it doesn't have to look like everybody else you have such a unique beautiful nuanced life and they're is a way that will work for you that maybe would never work for us. Yes. And we just want you to make space to think about what that could be like.
1: Oh my gosh, you are speaking my language. I love talking about this topic because having pastored for you know 15 years, I mm. have never met someone who didn't feel like shame about what they were or were not doing with their Bible time. And I think the danger in that is that in the church, sometimes we're set up um, to think from pastors and teachers, which is really beautiful because that is their number one pathway, especially a teacher, to connect with God. They're learning from right, scripture, of they're, course. They're, they are learning, they're gonna pour it out. And we were learning that this quiet time, this elusive quiet time that everybody does every day and that sets the tone for the day. And if you don't do it, your day is gonna be trash. And you know, we hear all this stuff and we take it in and we internalize it when the truth is like that is not most people's way. And most people don't have that time and most people don't have that margin. And some people connect with God most through worship. Some people connect with God through advocacy. Some people connect with God through serving others. Some people connect with God over a meal, across the table, you know. And it's important to read scripture. That is extraordinarily important to memorize it, to meditate on it, of course. But at the same time, if you're not one of those people who studies it every single day for 15 to, to, to 60 minutes, exactly what Tiffany said, it doesn't mean you're falling off the bandwagon or you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Like, I pray that that condemnation will come off of you so that you can experience the full freedom that God has for you in doing the things that make you feel connected to him. And I just had a conversation this week with a gal about that, and she's actually in stage four of cancer. And she was opening up just about how she feels like she's not connected to Jesus because she cannot read her Bible every day. She's lost um, her capacity to like, um, at this moment, she's lost capacity to to use her hands. And so she was just feeling so much shame and feeling like her relationship with Jesus is not intact because she's not able to do that. And I thought, ah, this shame that we've put on people. And I feel so passionate about freeing people and um, helping them find the ways that they connect with God and find the ways that scripture comes alive for them because I think that's really, really important. I'm really glad that you said that because you can't get through anything, right? If you feel like God is far or you feel like God is mad at you or you feel like you have to do stuff to earn his love or his presence, it's very hard to get through. (laughs) But that's not the God that we serve. We don't have to earn his love. We don't have to earn his presence. He just is, he just exists. He just makes himself at home among us. And what a loving father, what a loving friend. To do that. And I think more of his presence in some of these rhythms is what we need to feel less anxious and to feel more loved and to feel more connected to ourselves and to others.
0: Two thoughts on that. Number one, we must remember that our entire life is kingdom. How we spend our money, how we relate to others, Come on, how we manage our today. life, it's all kingdom. We yes. are not a siloed human being where Come on. we have our spiritual life and our financial life and our relational life and so on and so forth. We are a, a, a a uh, integrated person, as you said, that is subject to the kingdom. Second of all, scripture was always intended to springboard us into our relationship with the Lord. It's to reveal yeah. his glory yes. and his goodness, to reveal his plan for humanity, not to ever serve as a stumbling block. How what a Shoot. what a crazy idea that we would this this book that was intended to be almost a trampoline, if you will, to to bounce us closer to him and, and to, to understanding who he is. And to foster that growth, to edify us in the spirit and not, not it is not um, it is not what we worship. it is Christ we worship. I think that we just must put it into perspective. And when we're talking about why you got to get through right now, the last thing you need is shame. Some of us are barely on. holding on, right, Ashley? Some of us are barely holding yes, on in, our, in this season. And if that is you, and you are listening, we know we have listeners all over the world. We are speaking yes. to you. If you're in a, yes. if you're in a time of just prosperity and peace, we are speaking to you too. But for those of us who are thinking, "Dear God, is it going to get harder? Because I don't know if I got it in me to make it." Yeah, know that there's no shame. Give grace for yourself. Before we hopped on this episode, I was sharing just some stuff in my life, um, in my parenting journey that has been really, really costly, emotionally, Mm. financially, uh, of my time. (laughs) And Ashley said, Mm. make sure you're making time for yourself, Tiffany. Make sure you're refreshing yourself because that's demanding and it's not ending anytime soon. And it's just that reminder. I I pass that on to you as I am receiving that word from her make time be gracious to yourself yes be gracious to yourself
1: yes girl I'm about to take a lap around my apartment if I didn't have these (laughs) headphones on and it wouldn't disrupt I would be running laps because this (laughs) is so good and I am so ministered to and if you didn't bless nobody else listening you have blessed me sister and I love you oh This is why we do this. This is why we do this. It's so good. Hold on to hope. It's worth it. Mm. There is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And you are going to get through this, friend. You are going to get through it, guys. Okay? So hold on to hope. Hold on to each other. Hold on to Jesus. You got this.
0: You got this. And you know what? Part of getting through this is each other. I mean, here we are talking, honestly, to each other about our stuff. But friendship, man. Your friends keep you sane, y'all. Your Listen, partner can a be your rock, line. but your friends keep you. Yeah, they're a lifeline. They're a lifeline. When we feel like we're drowning and we just need someone to literally throw us that <laughs> that lifeline, it's it's usually going to be a friend, and and yeah. and building trust and knowing that. You are not meant to do this alone. And, and that is Come a value on. of why, though. That is something we've probably talked about yes. in, honestly, every episode at one point or another, the value of walking alongside people. But it truly is, yes. um, it truly is a gift. In 2 Corinthians 1, Paul encourages the church in Corinth to, with the comfort that you've been given by God, mm-hmm. with the comfort that you've been given, comfort others. Comfort others. Mm. When you know that you have margin to love others, to serve others, to serve your friends, give it. Don't withhold. Be generous. Lavish them with your connection. And I think lastly, um, the thing that comes to my mind is food. Yeah. In food, we need to constantly assess how we're nourishing ourselves. And I'm not talking calorie counting. I'm not talking crash diets. I am saying a firm no. Why, yeah. though, has a firm stance on anti crash diet? Don't be limiting yourself to 500 yes. calories a day. None of that Correct. stuff. None of that. Nourish your body and don't shame yourself yeah. for nourishing your body. Right. When you are going through something hard, there is nothing better, nothing more nourishing to the soul to sit down to a bowl of gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Beef stew, or mushroom risotto, or something that you can just take a bite and savor and know that this is good. I I Mm -hmm. mean, there's in this last week, my husband made one of my favorite dishes, which I will Mm. link in the show notes because it is a it is it is so good, and it is this, um, crispy mushrooms with dill and Mm. lemon and sour cream atop some farro, and it's my favorite things from New York Times cooking. Wow, oh, it's so good, it's so good, and. I was having a rough day and I went and I I said, could you sit with the kids? And we always eat as a family at the table, but I said, could you sit with Mm. the kids? And I went Mm. and ate by myself and I let every bite melt in my mouth. And just remembering Mm. there are good things and I'm going to savor the good things because sometimes they come in such short supply. So you got to savor the good things. And that's how sometimes how you get through this. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk.
1: (laughs) It was a great TED Talk. I'm grateful. Listen, listeners, we love you and we believe that you're going to get through whatever you're going through. And we are so excited for those of you who are currently not going through anything, but you better log this away because someday you will be. And so we're so grateful that God graces each of us for the season of life that we have. He graces Mm. us for the things that we're going through and He gives us hope that sustains us through it all. And so bless you, listener. We're so glad that you tune in every single week. We love, love, love experiencing why, though, with you. Thank you for being an amazing tribe of listeners. Listeners. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It
0: helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.